0: It has been a while. I digress. So welcome back to a new episode on the Too Extreme for Mainstream podcast, Generation Extreme. Um, The name has been back and forwards, as you are very well aware. It was Too Extreme for Mainstream, then it was Generation uh, Generation Extreme. Now I wanted to go back to Too Extreme for Mainstream because that's what everyone knows the podcast as. So if the name changes from Generation to Too Extreme that's what the, that's the reason for it. Now, the reason I haven't done podcasts for a while is because obviously I have a day job and I've got a business on the side of this and another business on the side of this. So, and I also have a life, you know, so everything was just gotten run away with me to be fair. And, you know, I was just sitting thinking a couple of weeks ago, you know, I really miss uh, watching the latest extreme films. I really miss watching the latest horror movies. And don't get me wrong, I've been watching horror movies behind the scenes and everything like that. And I've watched the new Halloween. I've watched the new Candyman, everything like that. So, And there is a lot of new horror movies, mainstream horror movies, which I do want to check out. I have a list that I do want to check out. But you know me, this is why we're all here. Because we are really focusing on the extreme um, cinema when it comes to this podcast now I don't want to let anybody down so I'm not going to go into mainstream horror so don't worry about that I'm not going to be talking about that on here now like I said a few weeks ago I was sitting thinking you know I really miss talking about it all so I thought you know what I'm going to come back in October with a fresh new podcast a fresh new episode in a fresh new me with a new fresh mental headspace if that makes sense. Now I do appreciate every single person that listens to my podcast that's given me great feedback and that was also one of the reasons I wanted to come back to doing these podcasts and talking about these extreme cinema films was because a lot of people love these podcasts and they want to hear more of them so that's what I'm going to do. I've sorted my agenda out and I'm going to be posting another two podcasts for this month and I'm sorry it's only two more for the whole of October but I will be coming back on a regular schedule in November because obviously with my day job and my two businesses and everything they come first at the moment so I do want to work around those but I do want to get a lot of podcasting and future interviews just so you are aware. So, my partner had spoke to me a couple of days ago, Charlie, hi for listening, uh, we were talking about extreme cinema and he hasn't really looked into these films before, so I told him, I said i go go online and find me some of the most extreme cinema films and I will talk about them for October as an overview of a variety of different extreme films which a lot of them people have heard of but some of them people might not have heard of so i wanted to get a good list together if that makes sense from an outside perspective so it was fresh it was new and it was for a great podcast let's be honest um now if this is not the sort of podcast for you then I do apologise but like I said I do have really good podcasts coming for November and um, uh, in the future so keep a uh, uh, listen out for all that. So I have compiled 11 extreme films which I want to talk about but I also have six bonus films which weren't on the list that my partner sent me, Charlie. So, I'm going to go through them all with you right now and I'm going to give you a little overview of these films. I'm not going to go into too much detail about these films because you know me, I don't like to give any spoilers because I want the fans to reach out to these directors themselves and buy the films themselves. Because these directors, like I've said many times before, put their heart and soul blood, sweat and tears into these films to make an excellent film for us fans to watch and there's a few directors which I can name off the top of my head right now which are listed in this list that I think call for a a good shout out because their work is absolutely unbelievable there's nothing like their work out there and I really do want to make these directors whether you've heard of them before or they might be new from this podcast i really hope you do discover someone new in this one if you do please let me know and hit me up on social media i am only using instagram at the moment which is sensory underscore stars so please let me know um, in an inbox message or anything like that and we'll have a little conversation going and stuff like that. And then if you've got some directors that you know of that I might not have heard of, then please let me know as well because I love to check out new directors and actors and everything like this. I think it's really important that, you know, we get it out there and, you know, because like I said, these directors are absolutely fantastic at what they do and they should have more recognition than what they do have and they're very underrated. So these specific directors in the films that i'm going to be talking about are very underrated in my opinion and are some of the my top favorites so in ps it was really hard to choose between these films especially my six bonus films i'm going to be talking about was really hard to narrow down just six so uh, this is just a little inkling of what i've been watching what i love and everything like that so i really hope you enjoyed this podcast like I said, century underscore stars on Instagram if you want to give me feedback on this podcast. If you would like to be featured on this podcast as a director, an actor, an actress, a special effect, um, a team member or anything like that. then Or even musician that plays in movies, then please, please, please get in touch and um, send me a message. So without further ado, let's start with number one. So, the first three movies that I have on the first list that I have, not my bonus list, this is the main list that I put together uh, from what Charlie sent us over. So, the first three movies is by the same director and that is Lucifer Valentine. So, these are in no particular order with dates, just so you are aware. The first one is Regurgitated Sacrifice, Slowed Vomit Dolls and Slow Torture Puke Chamber. Now, if you haven't heard of these films before, I'll be very surprised because Lucifer Valentine is a staple name in the extreme category, shall I say. And so he's been around for quite a while and as soon as you talk to anybody about extreme cinema, his name will pop up, Lucifer Valentine. Now, or his movies even, um, but he has had a reputation online the last few years i would say or of what i've heard of the last few years but i'm not going to go into that uh, i have done a podcast previously stating that i support lucifer valentine so if you do not however support lucifer valentine that is completely fine i don't judge you for that uh, so please don't judge me for still supporting this man um, i will always support lucifer valentine until there's any concrete evidence but like again i'm not going to go into that But like I said, the first movie, Regurgitated Sacrifice, from uh, 2008, get me words out, apologies. Sorry, I don't know that. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) She talks to us all the time. Um, This is real life right here. I hope you enjoyed that little behind the scenes moment there. Uh, But yeah, but Regorditated Sacrifice. um, It's really hard to explain these films, but I've seen these films numerous times now and um I haven't seen them for a while but there is um Amira Levee uh, but the Amira Levee is in Slaughtered Dolls and also Slaughter Puke Chamber but the Soshka Sisters however are in Regurgitated Sacrifice. Now when I first seen the Soshka Sisters in Regurgitated Sacrifice I had to look them up and I realised that the Soska sisters also starred in the film American Mary. Which, if you haven't heard of American Mary, I suggest you go and check it out. That's in the more of the mainstream horror category, uh, which we're not focusing on today or in any time in the future on this podcast. But it is a good film and you should go and check it out. But anyway, that's, I'm only mentioning uh, American Mary because the Soska sisters were also in that film. But anyway, uh so yeah, so the Soscra Sisters were in regurgitate Sacrifice. Um definitely go and check it out. Um again, these films, and especially with Amira Levy being in Slow Torture, um, Puke Chamber and also Slow Slaughtered slu- Vomit Dolls, I'm really sorry I can't get my words out tonight. Um these films are more centred around the Vomit Go trilogy, which everybody knows or you've either heard of it if you're in the extreme fandom. The 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 Vomit Gore trilogy is personally to me more for shock value than it is for a storyline. There is a storyline there. Don't get us wrong, especially when Amira Le Levy is involved, um, but. And no, Amira LaVey is not related in any way, shape or form to Anton LaVey. And if you don't know who Anton LaVey is, he is from the Church of Satan. He's wrote his own book on Satanism and everything like that. So if you're interested in more of the Satanist type of things, then maybe go and check out Anton LeVe and do your research on him on the Wikipedia and find out what he's all about. But I do have one of his t-shirts in my drawer. But anyway, but yeah... But that's Lucifer Valentine's first three films I wanted to mention in my list there that I got given. Um, so yeah, so that is Lucifer Valentine for the first three. Now the fourth film that was in the main list was Snuff 102 uh, from 2007. Now I seen this ages ago and I remember collecting Snuff 102 or it was definitely a part of the Snuff film series. And on, I still remember picking it up for the first time in W.H. Smith's. And I couldn't believe it was in there, to be fair. And this was like years and years ago. And the front cover looked like a videotape. Now, that's what I remember about it. Now, I can't remember if it was Snuff 102 or Snuff 101. Or it was definitely Snuff 1 or something. I know that much. But anyway, and that was uh, where they had the, the motel. And this woman, she turned into like a bat um if anybody recalls that film um i don't know which one it is but i'm gonna let you guess which one it is but yeah but snuff 102 from 2007 is on my list for number four um snuff 102 is based on this guy um and also this woman that's doing a documentary on snuff movies to see if they're real and everything like that and then she gets sucked into um, a real life snuff film which was interesting concept let's be honest and there's a pregnant woman in there as well so and there is something to do with a pregnant woman so this one is leaning slightly more on the extreme um as in um like blood and everything like that so if you're wheezy or if you're a pregnant woman out there or you've got a partner that's pregnant i would not watch this film just for this one scene alone uh but yeah but that is snuff 102 two. Now, number five, I don't know why this is on the list, if I'm honest. Well, five and six. I don't know why these are on the list, but anyway, I'm going to be talking about them. To me, these are more mainstream, but they are classed in the extreme category, unfortunately. (laughs) But it's the Human Centipede first sequence from 2009 and the Human Centipede 2 full sequence from 2011. Now... I think everybody's seen these films to be fair so I don't really feel like I need an introduction to these but for those that might not have seen them um they are directed by Tom Six um you might have recognized his name before but these films are based on making a centipede out of humans that's basically what it is and the first one The first sequence is based on this doctor that gets three people in this house and he attaches them to the bum. Um, So the first person at the front um, has someone attached to their bum and that person behind is attached to their bum. Now, the second film, the full sequence from 2011, number two that one is based on a guy that works in an underground car parking lot and he sees this film and he feels inspired to recreate a bigger one and so he does, he does just that and that's a lot more messed up than the first one put it that way and I always remember a funny story I always remember the first human centipede being on TV and me and my mum staying up late at night just to see what was going to happen in this film and I must admit I was pretty upset at the end because I was like well we stayed up for that, you know? Like, it just, (laughs) it didn't end very well, put it that way. But anyway, but that is The Human Centipede first sequence, and number six, The Human Centipede 2 full sequence. Now, movie number seven on the list, we have Necromantic. Now, (laughs) this from 1987 now i forgot to mention that it's from 1987 and i'm not even going to pronounce this director's name he's german uh just like any of the other directors with like these foreign names apart from um demisiano (laughs) cristofaro i can pronounce his name um But Necromantic is from a German director and I think everybody knows what this film is. But again, for those that might not have heard of it, it's basically about this guy that works with corpses basically and he is meant to collect them at the end of the day Well, he has a fetish for corpses. It's a great start, isn't it? Um, And he has a girlfriend in this and have a cat and... (laughs) I'm sorry. I just had to bring that up there that owned a cat. Was it a cat? I know I've seen this film like a million times and I I still have to keep rethinking it myself. Like, was it a cat? Yes, it must have been. Yeah, it was. I'm sure it was. Um, But yeah, but the version I saw was black and white. And basically, like I said, he has a fetch for corpses. And him and his girlfriend bring a corpse home. And um, yeah, it's necromantic. It's necrophilia romantic. That's the two words put together. Necromantic. Very very clever with that name right there to the director so give him that he's he's got a good name there but anyway but there is a one after that as well so if you haven't seen the second one then go and watch it these movies are on this list for a reason as well um i would never have listed any movies that i wouldn't have recommended watching so i would recommend any movie so far and i would also recommend necromantic now moving on to film number eight and this is probably one of my favorite franchises after *A Nightmare on Elm Street*, um, *Halloween*. Um. Oh my god, I've got so many hot. Um, hot uh, Hellraiser. I couldn't think of the name there, um, but yeah. But they're some of my favorite franchises. But however, *Hostel* is film number eight, and I love *Hostel*. Absolutely love it. It's one of my probably favourite films, to be fair. One of my top 20 favourite films. So, again, for those that don't know, Hostel is basically about these bunch of guys that go to a different place altogether to have like this guys' weekend or guys' week together where they have fun and everything like that. They turn up at this place and it looks very rural, but there's loads of people there and there's loads of kids there that are in this group and um they seem like the the tearaway kids as i'm gonna call them um and i have a bunch of trouble with them um there's two girls at the meet and they stay and go to a bar and everything like that and having a good time one of them ends up falling asleep in the back room and one of them um like goes outside and gets lost and whatnot and then we'll find out later on that they actually go into this massive building that's unnamed from the outside. And it turns out that people that are very wealthy pay money to go in and do what they want to do with these people. So it's a very interesting film. And the the go factor in this, the blood factor in this, is absolutely amazing. And the acting is out of this world. The acting is fantastic, in my personal opinion. But Hostel... Out of all the ones so far. Is a number one to see straight away. So I'm pretty sure you can get it on Amazon Prime. I'm pretty sure you can get it on Netflix. If not. Let me know where you can get it. Where you can watch it. So I can tell anybody else. That might want to know. But I do have them on DVD. So I don't need to do that. But if you do know where else you can watch it. Then let me know on social media. So I can let people know. Where they can watch it as well. Like I said. And that's directed by. Eli Roth or Ellie Roth? Eli Roth? I'm I'm thinking it's Eli Roth. Please correct me on that. I do apologise for buttering that uh, director's name. But Hostel is from 2005. I just forgot to mention that. Now, moving on to movie number nine. Now, moving on from Necromantic, I did just record this whole episode sequence for movie number eight and then I accidentally deleted it (laughs) so now I'm gonna have to talk about it all over again welcome to the real world once again of behind the scenes of what goes wrong in the queen of extremes household okay I'm trying to pull myself together here but anyway movie number eight is Hostel now is it Eli Roth or Ellie Roth please correct me on Instagram uh, with that one, but Hostel from two thousand and five. uh for those I don't know, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard of Hostel. And again, I don't know why it's in this list, but it still is a good classic film, or the series of films. uh in the franchise are good classic films, that's for sure. So in the first film, that's what we're talking about here is based on a couple of guys in the go away for a guy's week or a weekend and they end up with some trouble with um, this unknown building Um, and it's a whole franchise and it's a bunch of wealthy people that go in there to pay to do what they want to do to people so yeah it's it's a really good film, uh, Hostel. You should definitely check it out. Um, The acting is great in this one. The blood, the amount of blood and the effects are really really good so hostel was the number eight option on this and definitely worth a watch so if you know where to watch it online excuse me if you know where to watch it online or anywhere like that or on dvd where you can buy it and stuff like that then please let me know so i can allow other people to know i however have them on dvd the whole franchise so i don't need to know this information but i would love to be able to find out If you do possibly know where else to watch it and um, I can pass that over to people that might want to watch it. So then it's a lot easier for them to then just go and watch the film if that makes sense. So that is number eight. Now moving on to Cannibal Holocaust for number nine. So with movie option number nine Cannibal Holocaust from 1980. This is a classic cult film in the extreme genre. Now, I think everybody knows the backstory of all this, where the uh, documentary crew go out um, and they meet a bunch of cannibals in this tribe and a lot of things go down, a lot of things happen and then they go missing and then in a different film, this other camera crew, documentary crew go out to look for them and they find all of this information from video footage and everything like this. Now, there's a whole drama around this film, um, being that, to me personally, it's one of the first ever shot on video, caught on video type films in the series of films of all genres, in my opinion. If there is any before that's just like it, then please let me know. I would love to see them and check them out. But to me, this is the first official movie that made the cornerstone for caught on videos if that makes sense so they were the epitome of the starting point for those sort of films that were made in future and years to come so like August Underground by Fred Vogel in films of that nature now like I said Cannibal Holocaust is a cult classic it needs no introduction Mm, I don't know that one Again, apologies about my Echo Dot. She just, again, talks to me willingly. Thanks, but no thank you. She will not know this one. (laughs) I don't think. Uh, But anyway... So, if you want to check it out, then go and check it out. Again, if anyone knows where to watch these by buying them to watch them online, then please let me know and then I can pass it over on my Instagram and everything like that so people are aware of where to watch them, where you can buy them and stuff. But I would recommend buying the films, all of these films I'm going to mention today, I would recommend going out of your way to buy these films and i want to go into that a little bit more at the end of this podcast because i don't want to take up too much of the list space if that makes sense but that's cannibal holocaust now number 10 now these are well the number 10 and number 11 these next two films i would say are pretty popular but maybe they're not so I'm going to go into them right now. So, movie number 10 comes in with Guinea Pig, Devil's Experiment from 1985. Now, if you haven't heard of this, you might have heard of Guinea Pig, Flowers of Flesh and Blood that Charlie Sheen reported to the FBI. So, you are definitely um on the journey to knowing what this film franchise is now. And if you don't, welcome to the world of extreme cinema. <laughs> um, yeah, so Charlie Sheen seeing Flowers of Flesh and Blood and he reported to the FBI thinking it was real. Um, that's quite funny as hell, if you ask me. Uh, and I always make a joke about that to people that I know personally that's in the extreme category. Like, I'll, I'll always, like, you know, in the fandom, I'll always make a joke about that. Um, but yeah, but The Devil's Experiment is the first movie in the instalment of the franchise. And it relates around this woman that gets tortured by these guys. And every time they do something to her, torture her a certain way, they put on screen the flash numbers of how many times they did that certain thing that they were doing to her so um, that is if, if you are quite squeamish then you shouldn't really be watching these films anyway you shouldn't really be listening to this podcast but known my audience you will want to see this so um, definitely go and check it out go and buy the franchise I'm pretty sure there's a few websites I know of which you can actually purchase this franchise um, at a price but it's definitely worth it because these are the sort of movies, especially the guinea pig franchise, that you will have in your collection forever. And people will constantly be looking at them because, as we know, they're too extreme for mainstream fandom. Grows and grows and grows every single day. And these, well, this movie in particular might not be that heard of, to be fair you know, with the amount of people that's coming into the extreme cinema fandom now. So you know, they are priceless in my opinion. You know, especially like the Louis Vervalentine films. You know, they're priceless. You know, people will always be talking about them. You know, the human centipede, I know it's like mainstream to me, but people will always talk about them and people still to this day talk about them because it shocks them in some way, shape or form. You know, so guinea pig devil's experiment definitely go and check that one out now film number 11 on the list was caligula from 1979 now when i said before about this these last two films as in the guinea pig the devil's experiment and caligula being that a lot of people might have heard of them but a lot of people might not have now this is a good case for me to be honest because I've been a fan of extreme cinema for years and years until I come across the guinea pig franchise in Caligula. So I hope that's a new one on your list that like you might not have even seen or even heard of. But Caligula is literally about the Roman god Caligula. So if you're searching Caligula and Google it, it'll bring you up the, the Roman side of things and everything like that, the true story of Caligula. Well, this film is loosely based on Caligula, the Roman emperor, and i'm all in with like history of rome and everything i had history in general but the history of rome and when i heard this film was based on caligula i honestly went in with an open mind i had no idea what i was in for and i heard people talking about it saying it was extreme it was messed up it was this it was that knowing me i was just like well i'm interested then you know anything that's that people say is too extreme or too Hardcore. I'm just like, yeah. I'll be the judge of that. And believe it or not, I actually really enjoy Caligula. It was all over the place. Uh, there was a lot going on in this film, and there was a lot of nudity involved. So if you're not a fan of nudity, you might want to stay clear of this one. But um, but yeah, but Caligula is for me a cult classic, and I'm still looking to buy the DVD. Now I did, however, pay to watch it online, so. I really want to get it on d v d and have it in my hands if that makes sense. It's one of them films where yes, you have to watch it to see you've seen it because it's that sort of film, but it's still a masterpiece at the same time if that makes sense. There's a lot of great actors in this that are really well known, so I was quite surprised at that but yeah, but Caligula was number eleven and um again that was Caligula from nineteen seventy five And again, there was like one, two, three, four directors for that. So that's a lot of directors for one film. But anyway, that is the main list. Now I'm going to move on to six bonus films which weren't mentioned in that list that I think are definitely worth the watch, definitely worth the purchase and their work should be looked at because they are fantastic directors. Not that those other ones aren't, because they are, otherwise they wouldn't be on the list. But these directors in particular on my six bonus films mean a lot to me for numerous different reasons. So I'm going to go into them right now. So welcome to my six bonus films that I think are very underrated. They are very well done. And they should be in your collection, okay? And I'm gonna go through each one as not as in depth with the movies as possible, but more in depth of why I've chosen them and why I think you should check these directors out. I mean, all of the films, let's be honest. But these films in particular, it was really hard for me to narrow down just six, you know, because there was a lot of favourites in my collection and I really struggled. You know, because like I said, there's loads of ones that I love and all these directors that I think should be heard of. Now, the first film I'm going to talk about is a Serbian film from 2010. Now, in case you weren't aware, um, Stephen Byro is currently filming the Serbian documentary, which I cannot wait for to be released. Let me just reiterate right now. The minute I know that's going to be released, I want to pre-order it because I love Stephen Byrow and I love this film because this is one of the films that I first ever come across when I joined the Too Extreme for Mainstream fandom. So it was one of the first movies I'd ever seen when I officially got into the extreme category. But years and years and years ago, I did see Flowers and everything like that, but a Serbian film for me, is the top. Right. Like, I don't know what it is, personally. I just love the storyline. I love the acting in this film. This, the storyline, it's strange because when you're watching this film, you feel how they feel, if that makes sense. And you feel what they're going through. And, you know, you really do feel for the characters. So this is what I love about this film. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people that watch this film, especially men who have a wife and a child or even a couple of children, and they are working their ass off to fend for their family. A lot of men and women and kids will relate to this film. Obviously, I'm not saying kids to watch this, but I'm talking about the adult side of things here because it is an adult film and it is extreme. So if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about if you haven't what are you waiting for? You need to go and buy this film now. I want you to stop this podcast. I want you to go and find it. I want you to buy it and I want you to watch it and I want you to come back to this podcast or go to my Instagram and thank me later, okay? You're gonna love me for this. But anyway, but a Serbian film is centred around a middle-aged man who was a retired porn star and he is struggling with money and you know their son he has like piano lessons and everything and they really want to you know boost their child's life for the future and everything like this and for their future so they're struggling for money and then he gets back in touch with an old friend that was in the porn industry with him and she introduces Milos, that's his name to a new director on the scene that's not heard of he's more underground and he goes to meet him and he signs a contract And it just goes downhill from there. So, trust me when I tell you, this is a movie which shatters my heart when I watch it. So, it is extreme. It is gory. It's got a great storyline. It's got great acting in it. It is from Serbia. But there's a sadness to it at the same time. And throughout the whole film, you're just engrossed in what's happening. So... I hope I've explained the film as as great as what I could, to be fair. I mean, it did just take four minutes. So, (laughs) but anyway, but that is a Serbian film for my bonus number one. Now, bonus film number two has to be Sacrifice. American guinea pig, Sacrifice. Now, this is not the guinea pig... um, as in the previous ones I was talking about, this is the American version of the guinea pig series. Now, this was directed by Poison Rouge and it was released in 2017. Now, I always remember um, hearing about Sacrifice and seeing the actor that was in it and looking up the synopsis for it and falling in love with it straight away. And I thought, I need to have this film. Well, lo and behold, the film came in the mail and it was sent from someone. I, I can't tell you who it was that sent me it. Um, But if they later on reiterate, er, 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 however you say that, um, if they allow me to see who sent it, then I will release that in a future podcast. But I got sent it in the mail before I even bought it. And I was so thankful that I actually got it sent. And I got it sent signed as well so that was a sweet little bonus right there now I watched the film and I loved it it was great it's based on a guy that has a bit of a history and the history goes into his childhood and stuff in the film but it doesn't focus on that too much too heavily which is quite good in a way it gives you the the backstory but in a short way which you understand and they did it in a really good way and then he wants to sacrifice himself for the woman that he believes is his I would say guardian angel and um she is pushing him to sacrifice himself and I kid you not he sacrifices himself and um A lot happens in that. A lot of blood is involved. Uh, A selfie's taken, which I don't know if it went on social, uh, but yeah, but a selfie was taken. Uh, But yeah, but that was sacrifice for number two as a bonus. Now, bonus number three is I Cut Your Flesh from 2020. Now, this is directed by Sam Hill. Um, Sam Hill, fantastic director, very underrated. Um, you need to check him out anyway uh, but yeah, but the main actress in I Cut Your Flesh was Miss Socks, who I did a podcast with so if you have listened to my podcasts from the minute I started, you will know I love Sam Hell and I love Miss Socks, they're two fantastic people that, I, like I said just before, they're very underrated you need to check them out so yeah, so I Cut Your Flesh is based on Miss Socks um, in her journey through um the BDSM lifestyle and her cutting and needles and everything like that. So if you're not into all that, then this film might not be for you, but I, I definitely recommend checking it out though. So it's more of a documentary style film. So that is I Caught It Your Flesh. Now, <laughs> one, two, three, four. The fourth bonus of the film that I have is 29 Needles, directed by Scott Philip Gergens from 2019. Now, 29 Needles, 29 Needles, oh my god, that was just such a fantastic film, and Scott is a fantastic director, and he is, he's a lovely person. Like, all of these directors I've just mentioned now, and the bonuses, and all the other ones, are fantastic people, but Scott has this calmness about them which is amazing and I think if you really like a director you're gonna really like the films that they do because you understand their thought process going into a film and so you understand the film a lot more from their perspective but 29 needles is based on um a guy called Francis who later on I found out was transitioning to be a female um in god rest francis's soul um she i shall say um she passed away so unfortunately she never got to see the the results of this film which is really really sad but in the film she is obsessed with pain and she finds this guy that takes her to this place, and she experiments with her pains threshold and The more she receives, the more she wants so if that's something you're into, then definitely give it a check out. but Scott is an amazing person, and I mean I was really great, you know happy to find out he has his own art gallery, so maybe he has some art that you're interested in, who knows, but you need to check him out regardless, but yeah, but that's twenty nine needles. Now, the last one, well, the last two are, I hate to say favourites because all of these are my favourite. But, yeah, we're just going to get into it. So, my fifth, I had to count them there, sorry, I went quiet. But my fifth, God, you're going to love this one, but my fifth bonus film is triple x dark web. Now, when you search that up on Google, it brings up porn. So you might want to type in American guinea pig, triple x dark web for some reason. Uh, but yeah, but anyway, but triple dark web is from 2019. And the directors is Domiziano Cristofaro, Adam Ford and Alex Hernandez. Now, those guys are on my Facebook, so I will be tagging them in this podcast to have a listen to. Um, but yeah, but if you want to check them out, they're on my Facebook, like I've just said. But this film has a series of films in it. Now, Daniel Valiant, who is White Gardenia, who is also on my Facebook, who I'll be tagging in this. Um, he's in this film as well. And let me just tell you, I don't think I've had an adrenaline rush with watching a film as much as I have with this film. I vaguely remember watching it and I got sent this DVD and after I finished watching it, I just had an adrenaline rush. Honestly, I fell high from watching it. So if a film can do that, it's a damn good film. Now, I don't want to go into too much detail about this film because it is a film that you need to buy and you can buy on a few different websites, which I will list on my Instagram. Um, I will put all of the links in my um Linktree um account um from my Instagram and I'm also on Facebook, I forgot to mention this, I am on Facebook under Sensory Stowers. So if you would like to add me on Facebook and tag me in different things and everything like that, you can do that, it's not a problem. But yeah, but I will be tagging them in this podcast. But yeah, but triple X dot web. One of my all-time favourite films, and you just need to check it out. There's no introduction needed with this film. Fantastic directors, fantastic actors, and the actors in this film, especially Domiziano, Cristofaro, um, Alex Hernandez, and a bunch of other ones, they were kindly enough to send me an email backwards and forwards when I did the interview with them, um, and they were in, um, sending messages backwards and forward on that, and they are lovely people, so... I would definitely check that one out. Now, my last bonus film is Bouquet of Guts and Gore from twenty fourteen, and this is from Stephen Byro, none other than Stephen Byrow. Um, but yeah, but Bouquet of Goods and Gore is basically loosely based, I would say, from the Flowers of Flesh and Blood from Guinea Pig. The other franchise I'd mentioned in the earlier part of this um, podcast. This is the American version again, uh, but yeah. Now it's based on this guy who gets these two women and he paralyzes them and he tortures them. That's basically what it is. And a lot of a lot of people didn't like this film, but a lot of people love this film. I love this film, however. And Stephen Byro is an absolute gem like you need to check him out he's absolutely awesome so yeah so that is my six bonus films with the 11 recommended films that were given to me from again my partner charlie now i do apologize that i didn't go into too much detail with these films and like i said before the reason i don't go into too much detail is because i really feel like it's all fine and well, me mm. explaining... If... that. Again, apologise about that. I'm going to turn her off eventually. It's getting beyond the joke now. <laughs> so, um, again, like I said, I'm losing my train of thought now. Um, the reason I don't go into too much detail with these films is because I really feel like these films, you know, it's all fine and well, me going into detail and selling these films... But I really feel like the fans need to see these films for what they are, you know, experience them in their full capacity, as in watching them all the way through. And not to mention, it's giving the directors, the actors, a chance as well, and it's putting them out there, you know, so it's not very nice if you, you know, go online and find these films free, and you're watching them free of charge, it's it's basically putting their work out of business and it's putting their name out of business, you know. So please do your utmost best to research these films and buy them if you can. If you can't buy them, then wait till you can because like I said, there's nothing worse than watching them free online. And like I said, these directors need to be heard of these directors need to have a shout out because their work is fantastic you can't get any better films than than what i've just talked about and you know there is some classic um cult films in this and there is also a handful of films maybe that you haven't heard of before or you've vaguely heard of them and you just weren't sure about watching them well this is your verification to go and check them out but yeah but a big special Shout out and thank you to White Gaudenia, Daniel Valiant for always standing by me with these podcasts, always sharing the podcast. I really appreciate it. And like I said, he's in Triple X dot Web, and the, the amazing conversations I've had with some of the directors, some of the actors, D'Amisio and Cristofaro, um, oh my lord, Alex Hernandez, all of them people on my Facebook, you know who you are, and also the Charlie for you know understanding my love for extreme messed up films Um, and he's going to check them out as well I think but yeah but that is my main list and also bonus films and let me know on Facebook or Instagram if you've heard of all or any of these and if you haven't seen all of them or some of them um or if you've got some recommendations that I might want to watch then please let me know on Facebook and Instagram as well but anyway I hope you enjoyed this podcast I hope it was in enough depth but I apologize if it wasn't if you want me to go into more depth and in detail about a certain film that I have mentioned however then please hit me up and let me know because I don't want to miss anything out at the same time but I don't want to give too much away if that makes sense But yeah, fantastic directors, really great list, and I will catch you... When am I coming back on to do another podcast? Ah, so the next podcast will be on the 16th of October, and then the 23rd of October. So wait out for the Sunday podcast, and I will see you then. Bye!